Good morning and welcome to another bonus podcast. My name is Crystal Taves and I'm the pastor of women here at Northview Church in Abbotsford. We're doing a midsummer podcast without Thalia. She is away on holidays, so we, she will be coming back soon, but we wanted to get something on the air to promote our ministries for next year. So I have three guests who I will introduce uh, to you very shortly. Um, just wanted to share why we're doing this. We're calling this uh, podcast a shameless plug. Uh, we just wanted to get across information on the ministries that are happening this year so that as you start planning for next year, you will have a great idea of what options are available to you as a woman who attends Northview or a woman who wants to bring a friend along. Uh, people don't have to be Northview attenders to come to our studies. They're welcome to come uh, whether they're Christians or non-Christians, whether they are part of our church or another church or just a neighborhood friend. So. We wanted you to have that in mind as you think about the coming year, uh, the options that are there. We wanted to, to describe them and just give people a good idea of, um, of what's out there. So what I'm going to do is ask each person to introduce themselves that is around this table and tell us a bit about their family, uh, which campus or service they typically attend, uh, where they serve at Northview, and one thing they're looking forward to in the new year, the new ministry year. So start with you, Rebecca. Hi, my name is Rebecca Meeker. Uh, my husband, Kyle, is the pastor of discipleship here at Northview. We've been in Abbotsford for about five years, and we moved here so that he could become a pastor here on staff. We generally attend the 9 a.m. service in the worship center here in the Abbotsford campus, mm -hmm. and I serve um, in the women's ministry here at Northview. And this year um, will be the first year that both of my kids are in school. So I'm Ooh. actually really looking forward to that. Um, my daughter will be starting kindergarten. So we're super excited for that. Yeah. And a new school? At a new school. They're, they're both going to MEI this year. So Ooh. Yeah. Hey. Moving over from Sandy Hill. Yes. So yeah. yeah. Transition. Yes. Transition in two different ways. Yeah. <laughs> new school and a new kid. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Our next guest. Hi, I'm Evelyn Neufeldt, and I'm married to Terry, who's an instructor at Trinity Western University. I have two grown children, Jeff, who's an RCMP officer, and Leanne, who is director of um, student integration at Trinity University as well. Uh, we attend the Mission Campus and have been there since the um, amalgamation of Northside Church with Northview Campus, and that, I must say, is going very, very well. I serve in the hospitality area and First Touch Ministries. My main direction of ministry is with M&M. It's a daytime Bible study, and we'll talk about that later. And as well, I'm involved with the Monday evening Bible studies at the church. And looking forward to this year is a brand new grandchild, first thing in the new year, and we're excited about that. Huh. So how many grandchildren do you have? Uh, our son has four little ones, ages two through eight. And this will be my daughter's first. Oh, there we go. Mm -hmm. So Leanne's first. Mm -hmm. Oh, exciting. That's very, very cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And Ev has a very big vegetable garden. She does. <laughs> <laughs> so she spends lots of time doing lots of work this, in the garden. This over is the, the month. This yes. is the month, yeah. The sure. canning and the, yeah. Oh, no end. Yeah. <laughs> great year. We're, great. We're thankful. Bumper totally crop. Thankful. What's that? Bumper crop. Yes. There we go. Yes. That's awesome. <laughs> okay, and next we have Jennifer. Yeah, my name is Jen Thronis, and um, let's see what can I what can I tell you. I have four children, who some of whom are not little at all, even remotely anymore. I have a 19-year-old daughter, a 17-year-old son who towers over us all. Um, I have a 14-year-old daughter, and I have a 12-year-old boy. Um, 
So they keep us busy and laughing. They're, they're uh, very funny kids. Um, we're excited because our daughter Julia, who has been away um, at university this year, is probably going to move back home with us for ah. a semester. She needs to refill the bank account. <laughs> and, you know, what better place to do that from your mom and dad's basement, right? So that's that's going to be exciting for me. I'm trying not to be too selfish, though, because I want her to fly out into her future. And it's not about me, right? Right? Right, guys? Yeah. <laughs> it's um, good to have those back and forth a little bit. I found, like, as I'm letting go of my kids, it's mm-hmm. like, it's nice to, they're gone for a while. Oh, and then they're back again. And then they're gone. Yeah. And then you kind of get used to it slowly. It, it helps your heart. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Get used to <laughs> the end of Those baby steps sometimes. <laughs> so... That's where we're at as a family. I'm married to um, the funniest human being I've ever met in the world, and his name is Trevor. He probably doesn't want me to tell you that because he's also a business person and he wants to be all professional, but he's very, very silly and makes us laugh a lot. Um, We typically attend the 1115 service in the center court at the Abbotsford campus, Um, And I am part of the Precept Upon Precept ministry at Northview. So I teach the uh, newly Thursday morning group. We previously have always met Friday mornings, but starting in September, we're going forward on Thursdays. So I lead that, and I'm also part of the uh, leadership team of the main precept group. So um, I'll be able to share tidbits about that main group with you who meet on Monday nights at the church from 7 to 9 o'clock. Yeah, so this will be a good move for you. From Fridays, you found there were so many pro-D days, and it was hard for, especially women that had kids in school, to make it regularly because it seemed like every other week, there's a long weekend. Yeah, (laughs) I think I counted through last year, and I think there were eight pro-D days that fell on a Friday last year, so we needed to make a move. Yeah, Mm -hmm. so Thursdays it is. Yeah. we're just wondering, one of the questions that I had was, you're serving in women's ministry now, women's Bible studies. Has women's ministry always been something that you have really enjoyed or loved, or is it something that you've grown in over the years? So my husband, Kyle, has been a youth pastor, or was a youth pastor for almost 18 years. Uh, so I spent most of my time ministry in ministry with him, um, doing youth ministry. I, I did a couple of Bible studies um, prior to moving up to Abbotsford. Um, with women, uh, but most of my efforts were with youth. Uh, so that I would say my my um, passion or love for the ministry, women's ministry, has changed over as as my husband's ministry has changed. Mm-hmm. And so I've I've uh, really I tried to plug into the women's ministry here at Northview, and um, I have enjoyed being and getting to know you know certain women over the course of the last five years and um, really seeing them grow I'm um, seeing myself grow um, sometimes that's not always easy <laughs> um, but but it's it's been um, encouraging and and you know just see how each of us is is moving along in a journey and a process and to becoming more Christ-like how about you Ev or Jen <clears throat> yeah I um haven't always thought of women's ministries. When I was, before I had children, I was a high school teacher, and so that my focus was more youth as well and involvement in the church. And then when the children were there, I did um, a couple of neighborhood women's Mm. studies, and they were very soft studies, if you want to call it that. Um, But I invited all my neighbors, and it was amazing the positive response Mm. of of women who didn't go to church, 
who would come and we would discuss scripture and just some of the principles for living. And I felt that was really good. And then the kids grew up and I went back teaching. So um, it was a little bit of a hiatus again until I uh, needed to stop teaching uh, due to a disability. And then I was more involved with, with women's ministries. And we started the M&M program and uh, as well as a program social kinds of activities for women. Yeah, interesting how different stages in our life just dictate what totally. we're involved in, right? Totally. In terms of health, yeah. in terms of interest, and yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. God walks us along this journey, and as my kids are looking forward to kind of what they're going to do for their future, I said, you know, you can plan certain things, but you don't know what God has in store and mm-hmm. how He's going to change that path and, so and where He's going to direct and lead you, yeah. depending on different things that, you've, that you hit, that you come against. Very yeah, or the way that you get encouraged, right, in your walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. really true. How about you, Jen? I am a women's ministry newbie, mm-hmm. almost completely ignorant before before joining up with the the preset group at, at um, uh, Abbotsford campus. I um, have for years uh, done youth ministry as well, just like you, Rebecca. And then after that, when I had little ones in my own life, it just made sense for me to do Sunday school and CE work. Right, right. So yeah. that's what we did for many years together as a family. And um, I'm not sure what I thought about women's ministry, just because I was ignorant of it. And I I guess I imagined more crying. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we always think. When a bunch of women are together, there's just going to be lots of Kleenex and like pouring your heart out. Yeah. Right. I, yeah. I pictured a lot of that. Yeah. Um, I'm not. I'm not seeing too much of that. And you're not a crier, anyways. No. <laughs> you're very like. Mm. <laughs> I know. I yeah. So yeah. I'm. You know. I'm a Jesus crier though. Yeah. I've become that in the last couple of years. So I would normally have said I'm not a crier, but I'm being humbled. <laughs> so I love it. I love women's ministry. I love the coming together of all these women, and Mm. um, I love independent Bible study, but there really is something magical about coming together with your sisters in Christ and going to His Word together and seeking His his face, and iron sharpens iron, and it's good. Don't be scared off by women's ministries, ladies, if, if you fit that description. Don't be scared. Something I really love too is just the intergenerational aspect mm, of all the different totally. groups I ha- think yeah. that we have. And I just, there was one table that sticks out in my mind from a Monday night Bible study last year where there was like two or three grandmas and two or three single older, like women in their late 40s, early 50s that had been single their whole life. And then four or five young moms with little kids. And it was just such a great thing to see them ministering to each other and praying with each other and encouraging each other and I just loved it mm-hmm. you know and that's one of my favorite things mm-hmm. is we have so much to learn from each other yeah totally. and from different experiences and I think it's a great place for women um, who maybe may not be married um, to come because they can come without feeling like this awkwardness of not having totally. a spouse with them right yeah. they can just come and join in and be part of conversations mm-hmm. so whether you're a young single person or an older or divorced or if you're widowed uh, it's a great place to meet with other women that can encourage you along the walk what what do you think our listeners, men and women, need to know about women's ministry at Northview? Because we do have men that listen to our podcast, and so they have, they can tell their wives about it, or they can tell their sisters to come. What do you think they need to know about women's ministry here? Well, I think that the, 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 you need to know that women's ministry isn't a lot of crying. There's no potpourri making <laughs> um, on a regular basis. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but um, seriously, they're... they're um, they're just women that are coming together to um, 
to, to learn about the Bible and to, to grow um, in their spiritual walk, um, to become more Christ-like. And, and everybody is on that journey together. And I think that we just need to know that, that we're, we're all on this journey. We're all in different stages of that journey. And um, we all want to grow together. I think part of that, too, is once you know the scripture and the character of God and some of his standards for living, that's then what we can teach our families or or our friends or whoever we rub so- shoulders with, right? As, as we learn to apply what the scriptures have taught us, that becomes the practical living aspect of it. And I think that's so important to know, too, that it's not just intellectual. It's yeah, just not, not just head knowledge. Right, because it really works through into the practical aspects of life. Yeah. And, and, and I think if men can encourage the women in their lives to be part of it, uh, would be, it's helpful. It's helpful to know, for a woman to know, that she's supported and encouraged to, to attend and to be part of that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, I so agree. Um, I when I when I thought about answering this question, I thought of um, Luke ten, verse twenty seven, that talks about loving the Lord your God with all of your heart and your soul and your strength and your mind. Um, I think maybe historically, I'm speaking in ignorance here, but I'm thinking maybe historically an emphasis um, has been placed on the heart in women's ministry. Hmm. And um, I know that many of us gravitate to it for that exact reason, because the heart is absolutely crucial in terms of uh, our overall humanity and in serving and loving our God. But um, the heart cannot love whom the mind doesn't know. Hmm. And for me, that has been the most... Hmm. um, if I could only pick one thing that um, Bible study has done for me is seeking my Lord through the pages of this holy book that we have free access to. Um, it has allowed me to get to know who it is that mm-hmm. I profess to serve, who I profess to love. I feel like I know him better because I meet together with these women and um, we get to study his spirit-breathed word together. It's it's a privilege and an honor. and. Um, I could talk a long time about this because I love it. <laughs> <laughs> but it's true. The more you know somebody, the more you can love them. Right? Absolutely. Even, so that your heart gets more engaged as mm. your mind gets more Absolutely. Yeah, conform to who he is. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I think sometimes we try to separate them and we want to put them in little individual boxes. But it's all of it. It's our heart, our soul, our strength, and our mind. Yeah. And I think that um, women's ministries at Northview do a great job, from what I can see, of addressing all four not uh, emphasizing one over mm-hmm. the other. Yeah, and some might have a little different focus than others, which is good too. We want to have some groups that have a little bit more maybe community emphasis and some that have a more study emphasis because different people at different stages of their life too will want will need different things, right? right? But it's all focused on the Word of God depending on where those emphases are. So, yeah. So we're going to quickly describe each of us, the ministries that we're involved in. So I just want you to say when you meet, where you meet, how often, what does a typical morning or evening look like when you get together, and what will you be studying this year, and what would you do in between lessons? Is there homework, and are you allowed to come back if you don't do your homework? (laughs) (laughs) So those are the questions. So Rebecca, why don't you start? Um, So I am involved with the predominantly the Wednesday morning Bible study. I've also helped out with the 
Monday evening study, um, both both here on the in the Abbotsford campus. Um, we meet on Wednesdays at 9:15 until about 11:30, um, and then um, and we meet every week uh, through the fall. There's I mean, there's breaks in between for um, for holidays, um, but pretty much every week, uh, and then um, we meet. Let's see. We're studying Luke. I'm trying to make sure I covered all the questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we're studying Luke this year all the way through um, the, the year. Um, and our typical morning um, or evening uh, with the except, uh, is, is we study. We do a study and well, there'll be you know different sections that we'll cover in, throughout the, the morning or evening. Um, the Wednesday morning study does have an, a worship aspect, but the Wednesday evening doesn't, um, just because we, it's a little bit shorter. So it meets from seven to nine on Wednesday, uh, Monday, Monday nights instead of um, two and a half hours, um, like Wednesday. And then on Wednesday morning, there's also childcare provided, which that's not available on Monday nights. Um, so there are homework um, questions um, in between the lessons, um, but you, you're encouraged to do your homework um, just because that helps you to grow um, and to, to you know have that more more knowledge as Jen was talking about earlier um, but if you don't do your homework nobody's gonna tell you you can't come back <laughs> um, and we really want people there um, because even just being there you're growing and you're learning um, because of the you know you're, you're being taught on a regular basis um, what we're studying so like for this uh, fall and spring it will be Luke um, so I think that's all, everything. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Ev, why don't you describe M&M? First of all, say what it stands for, because people wonder what that stands for. This is very for. true. Yeah. Um, M&M comes from Luke chapter 10, the, the story of Mary and Martha and their relationship with Jesus. And so knowing that story and how Christ, um, he encouraged Mary because she was sitting at his feet and listening to his teaching, and he kind of admonished Martha because not because of what she was doing, but because she was so distracted by it that she forgot the better thing. She forgot to take the time to listen as well. And so, uh, one of our models is is in your working, don't forget to worship. And so, Eminem does come from Mary and Martha. How to be a or cultivating a merry heart in a Martha world, because we are all very busy and often distracted. And so the encouragement there is just to prioritize and, uh, and to straighten, make sure that we have a balance in our lives. We started as a women's daytime care group. Uh, it was felt there just wasn't that provision for ladies who had time during the day and who perhaps even preferred um, a daytime setting. And so that's how we started in my home and uh, have grown. We were in, in the church foyer for a certain length of time for about four years and now we're back meeting in my home. But the emphasis is still there. We do look into scripture and uh, we do have a prayer time. We also have a good fellowship time and often a time of singing and worship as well. Um, you meet when? We do meet in my home still, and uh, it's every other Wednesday. It's Wednesday mornings from 9.30 to 11.30. And we're starting on September the 21st, and then we'll meet alternating Wednesdays uh, from there on. 
We're studying uh, the first three chapters of Revelation this year, and this is Christ's Exciting. message to the church. And you know, he has a he sends a letter to every one of those seven churches, and they're only a few verses long. But uh, the instruction, the admonition, the encouragement in each of those uh, situations is so applicable to where we are in our own walk. So I'm looking forward to that, um, to teaching that, and, and also to have um, the ladies learn. I think the personal application for those letters is so, so strong. Yeah. Um, you don't have homework in between we years, don't. do you? No. no, we don't have homework. We encourage the ladies to read ahead or, or to even, you know, broaden just by being their own personal studies for sure. Our, um, our setting may be a little bit different in that my speech is limited at times, and so I print out the lesson, and we all take turns reading and then looking up scripture. And so there's, unless someone prefers not to participate, which they totally can, each person does some reading, and and uh, and sort of I've the feedback I've had is it's sort of a natural way to get involved and not non-threatening. Push, non-threatening. You just have to read the notes. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah exactly. You don't have to necessarily comment mm. or come up with your own thoughts on it. That's right. Yeah. So that that's been very successful too. Yeah. And we found some very good and lasting friendships through that. Although we have new attenders every every year, it seems, which is great. We love that. But there's still some who've been there for the whole duration. So <laughs> that's kind of nice too. Yeah. At all ages, we have young moms. We have married, unmarried, um, widowed, divorced, retired, and not. You know, we. It's very intergenerational, and that's so beneficial for everybody. Great. So, Hey, Jen, describe your your ministry area. Yeah, well, I'm going to try and wear two hats right now because yeah. I'm going to be describing not only my own ministry, but um, the larger preset ministry as well. Um, so uh, the bigger group meets Monday nights from 7 till 9 at the church um, in Abbotsford. Um, you don't have to be scared about where to, where do I go because they're great with always having a good sign in the foyer directing you exactly where to go. It's not scary, I promise. Um, Thursday mornings, which is the group that I lead, we meet at a secret address <laughs> in Abbotsford, East Abbotsford. Um, Thursday mornings from 9.30 to 11.30. And we are delighted to pass out our secret address. All you have to do is email us at our address, which is precept. Thursdays at gmail.com. Precept Thursdays at gmail.com. Or they can email women at Northview either, and we can yeah. send it out too. But awesome. yeah, we just don't want to have it advertised for <laughs> it's a, a private a home. bunch of people to come right. and show up. Yeah. Right, but the more the merrier. We want everyone to come. We are not exclusive. In our group, um, we had uh, many, many, many different friendship groups represented. We had courageous women last year come who knew no one and uh, they were comfortable and found a place. So I don't want you to be scared um, off by the idea that you don't know anybody. There's lots of women who would say the same. Uh, let's see. Uh, we meet once per week, very similar to the way Rebecca just described. We will occasionally break if a Thanksgiving or a different holiday falls during that week, but generally speaking, it's every week. Um, a typical morning or evening uh, looks a little bit different for us, especially if you're a part of the Monday night main group because they're making a little switch this year. So what is going to happen is uh, at 7 o'clock, you're going to meet together in a, a discussion group. 
it's comprised of about 20 to 30 women so it's a smaller group setting they're wanting the ladies to have more opportunity to engage uh, in the text for themselves rather than just get up and listen to a teacher teach about what the text says so um, you get the the first hour with your group uh, then you're going to have a little worship component in the middle for 15 minutes or so then you're going to meet in um, the main room again in uh, the worship center that's right the worship yep. center for large group teaching that's where generally um, Angie will will be taking the lead there and and giving her two cents on what the passage said yep. ours is different Thursday mornings we uh, uh, we we meet. Uh, we try to start on time. So if you're a late rider, you can still come. You're welcome. But you know, it, you know, keep that in mind. We do like to start on time, and uh, we do our large group teaching component. Um, I usually yabber on for about an hour and a half, and then we have food and chatting and fellowship and laughing at the end. And uh, but you have it's, interaction all the way through. We do. You're not jabbering on by yourself. <laughs> <laughs> you do invite people to join in the conversation. <laughs> yeah, and I like it when they do because I, I get tired of listening to myself all the time. <laughs> so, no, we have a very good interactive group, and, and uh, you can feel so free to volunteer your two cents, and it's encouraged and welcomed. Um, so this year, I'm so excited. We're studying. We're going to start off the year with um, a combination study of Second Samuel and First Chronicles. So that's especially cool because the First Chronicles passages we're studying are going to be looking at the exact same material as we're studying in the Second Samuel stuff, but from the priestly vantage point. So it's kind of like a novel where the narrator gets to tell you like <laughs> secret stuff that's going on that you wouldn't ordinarily be able to be privy to. So that's super cool. After that, I'm not sure what the order of this will be, but we're going to be studying both James and Jonah. And I'm particularly excited about uh, James because it's been a long time since we've done a New Testament book. Yeah, you guys so have been in the Old Testament for a long time. We, we have. A couple we, years. Lot, we yeah. spent a lot of time in the OT, which is great, but James is going to be different. And uh, I heard a guy in a podcast this week describe James, and he said, James is the wisdom literature of the New Testament. Yeah. So it's going to be fun, girls. Hmm. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah, we did James last year in the did Wednesday you? morning yeah, study, and it was Monday great. Night, yeah, yeah, and Monday, yeah <sighs> Monday night in Mission in Abbotsford and Wednesday morning here, so mm. prepare to be poked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> James pokes at all those little pieces so of your life. It's not going to be so a comfy true. study. Oh, no. No. <laughs> no. And so no. in terms of homework, I want to answer this one right up front. Um, we, we're notorious for homework <laughs> in our precept upon precept studies, but I don't want you to be scared about that because... For me, it's been the most beautiful aspect of it. Um, I, I remember I went to the large group for the first time. A friend hoodwinked me into going. She told me, oh, it's only four weeks. And I found out, yeah, it's like eight. <laughs> <laughs> but I went, and I'm so thankful. Um, and I, uh, there was a different teacher that night. It wasn't the ordinary teacher. What I didn't know is the ordinary teacher came up to me afterwards and started chatting with me and welcoming, and I just moaned and groaned to her the whole time about how much homework this, this crazy study had, little realizing she was the leader of it all. <laughs> the homework is beautiful, you guys. Like, it's life-bringing and life-changing, and um, K. Arthur structures it in a way so that it's chunked up into five sections, five days of the week, and uh, it gets you in the word daily. And... Uh, it's beautiful. Don't be scared. And also, don't be scared about not completing it every week. 
Um, we would so much rather have you have one day's homework under your belt than zero. There's no shame in it. Nobody's ever going to call you out or ask to see your work. <laughs> um, it's good. Yep. Any homework is better than none. Right. I always tell my kids, any exercise is better than sitting on the couch. So <laughs> yeah, five minutes of a walk, that's better than nothing, right? So true. So it's the same with this. We're going to quickly just ask some frequently asked questions as we wrap up. Do I need to know the Bible really well before I come? Will I feel lost as we study? What would you say if people ask you that question? Um, you do not need to know the Bible well. Um, you need to. You, you, the most important part is just to come um, because you will learn and um, your heart will be changed um, as your head, as you get more um, information uh, and, and more knowledge of who God is. Um, just as Jen was talking about early, uh, you I, you won't feel lost, I don't think. I mean, initially there might be a little bit, if you haven't done a lot of Bible study before, there might be a little bit of, um, you know, just unfamiliarity. Uh, but the more you get into it, the more um, it won't be unfamiliar. Uh, and with the, I forgot to mention that earlier with the Monday and Wednesday is that we meet at tables. So there's only, you'll, you'll be in a group um, with a larger group, but you'll only have eight to 10 ladies that you're talking with on a regular basis. Um, so that helps to not feel lost either. Um, you're not in a big room with somebody talking to you the whole time. Um, you, you have a smaller discussion group that you're, that you're with. So hopefully that will help you feel less lost. Yeah. People can help direct you. Yeah. Um, yeah fill in some of the pieces that you mm -hmm. might not have. And often those people that ask those questions that seem maybe intermediate or beginner to yourself, it's like someone else at the table will have that same question or mm -hmm. totally. have thought yeah. through that before. Yeah. So don't be afraid to ask questions. Mm -hmm. There's no dumb no dumb question. No, no, no. Sure. It's only dumb not to come. If you're free to and you're able to <laughs> yeah. and your life allows for you to, it's dumb not to come. Um, I think the reason we, we do this is to dispel our ignorance. Right? We're all, we all start from various places and um, you, start somewhere. you do. I came from a non-Christian family. I knew nothing. And um, I mean, what better way to, to, to begin to, you know, build your foundations? Um, I think that it is a lie that Bible study is only for smart people or people who understand it. And I think um, Satan would love for us to believe that we're not good enough or devout enough or smart enough to join a study. I think where the reality is, I'm sure we'd all agree, is these, these studies are just comprised of ordinary, mm -hmm. lovely women who are trying to know their Lord better. And you belong here with us. You'll love it. Yeah. Well, I'd be put on the spot and asked to share my opinions or share personal details. What would you no. say, Ev? I would say no. <laughs> um, the avenue is open for anybody to share if they'd like to. But uh, no, I don't say so and so. Will you please give us your personal? <laughs> that would be unfair. Yeah, yeah. We don't want people. We want people to feel comfortable that For they can sure. participate to the level they want to. That's right. right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Will I be asked to pray out loud? No. No, no, I won't Not do that. Either. No, I won't do it. No, nope. <laughs> I, I, uh, I ask for someone to close us in prayer, and then somebody mm. always volunteers. But I would never pin that on somebody specific. Sure. Yeah. Can I come and check it out, or do I have to commit to the whole year? What would you say to someone that asks that? Yes, you can come and check it out, and no, it's not. You won't. It won't be awkward if you don't come back. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you might get a couple of emails from somebody just saying, yeah, "Hey, we exactly. missed you," right. um, but it, it yeah. you won't. I ho hope you won't feel awkward if you're. <laughs> That's what not are, the intent. Yeah. What are the natural breaks? Like, there's sometimes easier times to slip into a new group. So, what would you say the natural breaks are in your group? Christmas. It's yeah. a natural break. Usually spring break, uh, we take a, a time there. So that would be 
So it's kind of divided into and chunks, right, in terms yeah, of timing? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. so that if people can't come in the fall, they'd be yeah. welcome to join after Absolutely. Christmas or then after spring break. Mm. Yeah, how about for you, Jen? What would be the natural breaks for you guys? I think the natural breaks would just be the, the books themselves. So yeah. when we finish the studies, I believe the second Samuel one is eight weeks long. So that would be a nice, obvious time. And I, I don't want you to feel weird if you're flitting back and forth between groups either. I had um, a few ladies uh, talk to me, because I also attend the Monday Night Preset group every now and then, and they felt very self-conscious to see me there because they once (laughs) attended the Friday morning group and talked to me and, you know, scrambled to explain (laughs) why they moved. I don't want anyone to ever feel that way. We are are the bride together. We don't compete with one another. We are, we're serving differently. Some of us are ears, some of us are elbows. I'll be the bum if somebody has to be the bum. (laughs) (laughs) But we're part of the bride and we're all different and you don't have to feel weird about attending Mm. part-time or multiple groups. Just be fed. Be yeah. fed where you can. And as a leadership team, too, we're not competing. Like, I'm not, we're not trying to get bigger numbers and presets no. or presets. <laughs> <laughs> or M&M. We're, like, we're not in a competition with each other right. in terms of the flock. Like, we want people to come where they feel like they're fed yeah. and where they can right. serve. And sometimes one group might be better for another one person at one stage of life, yeah. and they might need to pull back a little bit and join something else at another yeah. stage of life. So, yeah, yeah, don't feel awkward or weird. No, we're we just We just want sisters. you to be in the word. Yeah, and if you could only go to a community group, you know, or if you only tend on the weekend, that's still great. Like yeah. we said, something's better than nothing. Yeah. What if I work shifts and can only come every other week or sporadically? Should I still come? Yes. Yes, you should come. Again, it, it's important. It's mm-hmm. more important to be coming and listening, even if it's only for uh, every other week or once every two weeks or four weeks or whatever it is. I mean, it's more important that you're coming and you're being fed um, than to not come at all. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to hover over you rebukingly asking wh- where you were the previous three weeks. No. 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 We, just, we just want you to be with us and yeah. hang out. And the bonus of having some groups that have multiple times that they meet, like you, so you are doing the same study as the Monday night group. So mm-hmm. if someone can't come to your group one night, one week, they could come to the Monday night and catch the same material, Absolutely. Right? We have lots of women who attend both yeah. as their schedules allow. We do have lots of nurses, shift work people. Yeah. So that's so allowed. It's more than allowed. And that's the same for the Monday night and Wednesday morning mm-hmm. in terms of the Luke study. So some there are people that come um, one week and one Wednesday and one week on the Monday night, and they just register for both, and that's fine. We don't make them pay twice. <laughs> they can just pay once. Yeah. Um, so we talked about the homework one. That was one question I had. I'm single, divorced, widowed, or married without kids. Am I still welcome, or are women's Bible studies just for married women with kids? <laughs> what would you say to that? I would say, no, you're, you're welcome to come in any stage of life. And I think that we, as women, um, benefit when when people are, or when women are, other women are in different stages. Um, I think when you have, like Crystal was mentioning, the intergenerational um, tables on the, the Wednesday and more, uh, Monday nights, um, you, you get to know people who've been through that you have if you have if you're a young mom and you're you're sitting with somebody who's in their 40s or you know as a grandma um they can encourage you that Mm -hmm. that that stage of life it's beautiful but you'll get through it (laughs) and it's tough but you'll get through it and so um i think and you you can um be a part of a group and and yeah really just i guess i'm not what um be part of a group and and contribute um in any stage that you're in is what i yeah, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I would say that's deeply precious. I would say um, 
don't underestimate uh, the wisdom you you have to contribute to your group. I think so too. Yeah, uh, you can be a young girl. Yeah. We have young girls in our in our um, Thursday morning study who come along with their mom. When I say young girls, I mean nineteen or twenty one years old. They come with their moms, and they come out with these beautiful crystalline nuggets of pure wisdom. And then on the other end of the spectrum, we have ladies who are retired and um, uh, widowed and. They have so much to uh, offer the rest of us. Mm. Um, we're definitely an intergenerational group, and I'm so thankful for it. One of the things I love, too, is that it's a reminder to all of us that we're all going through stuff, yeah. right? Sometimes if we're stuck in our own little house with our own little problems, they can come really become really big in our minds, right? And mm -hmm. so you enter a room with, say, 30 other women or 40 other women, and you hear some of the stories, and you hear some of the prayer requests, and you realize, okay, yeah, I'm not the only one that's working through difficult situations or dealing with these kind of things. And it, it's an encouragement just even that way, right? Reminding us that we're not alone on this journey. There's other people walking right. walking so this good. journey with us. Mm -hmm. So, If you're interested in serving, leading, or teaching in women's ministry, we have lots of opportunities to just train people. Uh, one is a Bible overview class that we're going to be teaching in Mission Campus this year in fall and uh, Friday mornings that Ev's going to be part of and a few other people from Mission, um, just to give people a great feeling for the whole overview of scripture and how it fits together. If they're interested in teaching, it's a great kind of foundational course. So we have lots of opportunities for leadership development that we have. And so we just encourage you to talk to us. If you want to be involved in leading precepts groups, I know there's training every year for that. They had one in June again this last year. Um, and we're continually wanting to train more people to serve and lead in that way. Uh, all the registration is up on our website. I think if you go under uh, campus, and then you click either the Abbotsford Women or the Mission Women. Um, the M&M and uh, the Bible Overview and Monday Night Study comes up under the Mission Campus. And under the Abbotsford Campus, we have the Monday Night and Wednesday Morning um, Luke Study and the Precept Study. Uh, all the registrations just on there. So it's easy to find. They're all just in two web pages. And so we'd encourage you to think about that as you uh, consider what you're going to be involved in for fall. So I'm just going to pray as we close and then we will uh, let you go. Lord, I thank you for each of the women around this table. I thank you for the energy that they bring uh, to the study of your word, the joy that they bring um, as they share with others what they've learned and, um, and how they've grown in their faith and in their community um, as they've been serving you together and, and studying your word together. I pray your blessing upon each of them and each of the studies that they represent. Lord, we pray uh, that your hand would be upon the teachers, leaders of the Monday night and Wednesday morning study. Lord, we pray that as they study Luke, uh, that their lives would be enriched by hearing uh, your words, Jesus, spoken directly to your apostles that have been recorded. Lord, we pray that we would grow more uh, to be like you. And as they are uh, under Ev's teaching in the M&M group, Lord, we pray that these letters to the churches in Revelation uh, would just be uh, just so applicable to each of the women hearing, that they would understand um, what you're requiring of us as Christians who are living in this these last days and how you want us to live. And for Jen's group and Angie's group, the Monday night precept and the Thursday morning precept, Lord, we just thank you for them. Pray for your blessing upon them as they study um, the books of Second Samuel and Chronicles, Lord. We pray that you would just deeply impress them uh, with the wondrous glory of your plan and how it was so um, set out from before time before time as to how you would send Jesus, how all of this Bible points forward to Jesus. Mm -hmm. And uh, just for your incredible grace upon uh, King David as he walked through different circumstances and fell and you lifted him back up, Lord, I pray that the women would be encouraged um, by journeying alongside mm -hmm. that story this fall. So we thank you, Lord, for each of these people and we just pray your blessing upon them. For anyone who's considering 
being part of our groups next year, Lord, we pray that uh, no barrier would stop them, that your Holy Spirit would draw them mm -hmm. into study and into relationship and into your word. So we pray these things in your name, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining me. I sing for you. I sing